It's the dawn of another election season at Strathclyde. Straff Speak spoke with the student exec for a special edition on the election. Strathclyde Union President Calvin Hepburn, VP Sports Habi Das, VP Education Mohammed Ahasan, VP Diversity Taylor Wong, and Vice President Volunteering and Development Liam McBay met with us and shared some of their experience in the role and what you need to know to run in the upcoming elections to become a sabbatical officer for the upcoming academic year. The elections are now open and obviously we'll try to get <coughs> as many people to run as possible. Um, there's a lot of different positions that are available. There's six full-time positions, three part-time positions, and then there's NUS delegates. So, And we've also got faculty reps as well. So a whole host of different positions that we're trying to get as many people to fill as possible. Why it's important, I guess, is we obviously need representation at the highest level, and I think this is an opportunity where you get the chance to feed back to the university on what's going well, what's not going well, how we can improve. So especially, obviously, for the full-time positions, we want a bit of competition. We want people, obviously, to have a choice in who, who, who leads the organisation. So kind of remove, hopefully, some of the, the cliques that people might think are apparent in the union or some of the stereotypical thoughts of who a typical SAV is, because there is no typical SAV is what I've... I found in this job. I guess like coming from a sports background, like I do like the competition of running against someone else. But but one thing that the union is trying to push as well is this whole this draft girl can, because last year I think we only had one one girl running. The one stereotype that we are trying to break down, Strath Union is not a boys club. We do want it to be like one for all, all for one. But it's generally I think the president role for the union it's about three in. 15 to 18 years it's something silly like that so I think that's a key one where we're obviously trying to break and, and there's a few of the other positions obviously vice president sports only been on three years but it's been three men so the online campaign um, the Strathgirl Cam that uh, the comms department and Dylan have really been pushing and that's just to show that there are like empowering women on campus like for example we've got Taylor or vice president diversity she's showing that like even as an international student she can have a voice in a Scottish university. Another example, I guess, is our sports intern, Mary Patience. She is an incredible athlete. And it's just to show that, like like Calvin said, there are no stereotypes of being a SAB, like anyone can be a SAB. Among the many benefits the role of a sabbatical officer entails, it is the skill set one can learn as part of the position that Calvin and Harvey were especially proud about. Definitely this job, networking and um, meeting people that could definitely help influence my future career pathways. Actually, I guess the biggest one for me would be the principal. Never, I guess I'm five years of uni, this is my sixth now, like I was everywhere, just meet the principal. But like, that, that was pretty cool. But I guess, yeah, just meeting just all sorts of people, various levels, university and Externally, the skill that I think I've learned most is conflict resolution. There's, there's never a lack of conflict and um, drama in the union, which it, it, which actually is quite it's quite good. It's quite fun. It keeps it fresh. But you you definitely learn how to keep situations calm, take time to make decisions, um, and not rush into anything. So I guess that and probably public speaking, because my public speaking was not good when I came into this job. And like, not only do you develop your own skills, but you also help others develop theirs. So like, it's a very like give and take job, but it's very rewarding. No matter what your career path is, this job has something for everyone. Yeah. Like I said, you're doing biomedical uh, engineering sciences. sciences. I'm, I was doing sports engineering. Um, 
So some might say, well, kind of has fixated pathways. Yeah, yeah. You, you do you do learn so much random skills in this job that like my CV is literally just filled with these two positions, even though I've done other positions. So even if you don't think there's an obvious pathway, you're like, well, I'm I'm going into I'm going to be a doctor. Like why why would I ever come into the student union? There's so many other skills that you gain um, throughout it that that really do help. Inherently excited about the roles they have done, the different sabbaticals shared about the new skills they learn and barriers they manage to overcome that will benefit them in their future careers, no matter what they choose to do. Yeah, I, I would say it's quite an enjoying experience for me so far because it really builds you up like from an all-around process. As a leader, like how do we really communicate with different people? How do you enlighten things with different like parties and before I even got elected to this job, I had no idea, like, so many international students or so many, like, people from different backgrounds actually know about me, for some reason, surprisingly. But then once I got this job, I really get to know, like, each one of them, like, go to the events or go to conferences to learn about, like, different, different liberation issues, shall I say. And I've begun to understand, like, the struggles and a lot of the things, because when I do not personally resonate with them, it's quite difficult to understand. And... I think it's a very meaningful thing to like to actually get to represent them as the person who they believe that can deliver um, the changes that they hope to see. Naturally, I'm a very calm person who doesn't speak much and um, a bit shy, but I think being in this role has um, kind of transformed me in many ways. And um, one of that is um, in terms of building my confidence and um, before being in this position I used not to speak to a large group of students or people and um, even my cultural upbringing I'm not trained to be able to look at somebody in the eye directly while speaking that's my culture but coming here and being in this position I think I've developed the confidence to be able to speak to people no matter what their social status or their levels something that prior to coming into this role I've never done before. People skills, um, how to mobilise people around causes and ideas and issues, administrative um, stuff, ensuring um, that your outreach ability um, is as strong as it possibly can be, to work with policies, um, how to work within set processes, decorum and how you interact with external stakeholders and how to conduct yourself in important um, committee meetings and other engagements with key individuals that you'll have to work with and then some and then some and then some again. Because they feel so passionately about the student movement, about who they represent, about the union that they are part of and what it is given to them, they will throw every ounce of themselves into the position and that has its benefits in the sense that you gain so much out of this job, you will only ever get as much out of it as you put in. It also means that some people, because they're doing it for the love of it, there is always that chance that you will jeopardise your own well-being. Towards the end of last semester, I was not in a good place um, in a, from a mental health perspective by virtue of the fact that I gave far too much of my time to my role and not enough time for myself. And I ran myself ragged, I wore myself down, um, and I was very, very burnt out. It was not a great experience. Um, however, that does not need to be the case if you become a sabbatical officer. There are ways of managing it, there are ways of balancing it, and I know a great many officers and other student unions do this job and do jobs like the one that you may end up standing for and do so with a tremendous work-life balance. 
Taylor shared that it was her cause to stand up against discrimination and racism that first made her stand for the role, but also on a more personal level to combat her anxiety. Here are two broad reasons why I decided to run for the elections. The first one was basically that as an international student, I would say that there's still a certain amount of sort of racism around. Like it's as a, a lot of the times are like hidden racism. So we're not like say strict into your face saying that I don't think you can do this. Like or, or I would try to deliberately segregate you from other like group mates in a group discussion. But a lot of the times are these undertoning things that really makes me feeling that we're unfairly treated is essentially and also the university's services professional services are not doing great in terms of doing the international student support and i guess that's probably why i really really tried it hard especially i pushed through the international buddy program to bridge a bridge the communication gap in between the local students and the international students because i really wanted to have this sort of like integrated like student community where it's like people do not have to be afraid of uh, going to classes because a lot of the times like people are putting off from like not even just the Scottish accent maybe it's just feeling that like your English are not fluent enough to make a valid point or people wouldn't respect you the same way that they would respect somebody who's from the same background I just really want to engage and like facilitate that um, matter of course to make sure that everyone is comfortable and everyone is being treated equally essentially and another person personal quite personal reasons i do not usually disclose that but i have realized that that's something that should be normalized anyway so i have been struggling from like social anxiety for the last many years and like even when i was a kid like i would have this like i just i just could not like speak like normally in front of people or i, I would like deliberately trying to avoid like eye contact and stuff so mental health services because that's something like that's the kind of like support I ne i've never gotten like from back home like in Hong Kong and I really do believe that that's something that UK can deliver that's why I came over for the application and then I've soon realized that because a couple of my friends um, they've actually been through the whole mental health services like being put on the waiting list for like three five months like nobody has ever got back to them that's something that has been really close to my heart and I've like desperately hoping the strapline can really improve that so in the future we are going to launch the mental health campaign again. Mohammed ran for VPI education after he had only recently come to Scotland to study from Ghana. He very soon had realized that he could contribute something to the education system and wasn't shy to apply for the post. When it was close to the election, I chanced on, I chanced on a flyer that was dropped on my table in the library when I was studying by a an election ambassador, that's what they called him last year. So I just had a look at it. Initially, I ignored the flyer, but later on when I picked it, I was going through, then I saw education. Okay, I think there's something I can do. And I think um, for some time now, I've been aware of challenges in the education system, and there are quite similar problems almost everywhere in the world. Knowing of those problems in other parts of the world and coming to see a similar problem here I knew I wasn't having the experience or have not really been engaged with the union at any level, but I was so confident that I have an idea of what I can contribute in any field of education. Mm -hmm. So that actually gave me the confidence, though I knew um, I was going to face a tough competition 
and I have to try within that very short time to be able to rally people who support me um, so that I can win um, the election and get the opportunity to make my contribution. So that is all going well. Initially hesitant, the Serbs were also willing to share some of their best campaign tips. For me, I think it was social media in the sense that like, not just Facebook, I got I made a lot of Snapchat filters uh, <laughs> just before elections and during election week and I just thought like, look, everyone pretty much has Snapchat now and everyone's always like swiping through to see the filters and it just worked. For me it was just getting as, as many people involved as possible but doing lecture hits, I think lecture hits worked remarkably well. My first year I didn't go near, I did one or two lecture hits and then said nah this is not working for me but then last year every hour on the hour <laughs> I was at a lecture um, and I, I feel like people were really responsive to that so it's a lot easier to go into a lecture like that rather than going up to people eating their lunch and being like would you mind voting for me <laughs> like that that's when it gets a bit more a bit more tough I guess like just having a presence out there just making sure that like people know who you are there are different ways of campaigning um, there are different means that you can use to ensure you get elected but all you need to do is to try and identify your strengths, which method works better for you. Mm-hmm. Citing my own experience, during my campaign time, I realized I've nev- it's something I've never done before. And um, I'm not the type who had experience of talking to large group of people. So at the point I felt that it wasn't something that will really be comfortable doing. So I know other other candidates were moving from classes to classes. At the time, I didn't really have the confidence of doing that, to be frank with you. So what I knew I could do best is to get someone one-on-one in group of two, in group of five, in group of 10, 15. And that one, when you give me that platform, I'll be able to convince you. I'm sure I run the worst social media campaign. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my strength at all. I could see Taylor's campaign with a lot of videos, a lot of fancy things happening. Say, well, oh yeah. And I really did admire her campaign and many other campaigns, but I said, that's not me. I'll do what I have to do. But what I believe in is to go out and meet people no matter how small the number is, make sure I convince that person. If the person is convinced, he will convey that message to his friends, then it will keep spreading, multiplying. So it's about you as a person identifying what you think you can do best. Sit down with your friends and discuss and think about what sort of things do you hope to achieve in the future. If there's something that you really believe, you strongly believe that something that is persuasive enough, is strong enough for you to even tell other people to listen to you, then write it down on the manifesto. That really helps because if people see it and they believe that they buy what you're saying, they will vote for you. Just convey that you care and show students that you have some ideas about how you can fix it and that will shine through. Taylor and Mohammed encourage black, Asian and minority ethnic students and women to stand for the post. I don't think you need to be to allow your fear about maybe your background or the group that you identify with to to deter you from running for an election. It doesn't matter which group you identify with, whether you are 
an Asian student or from Africa or any of the liberation group that you identify with. What is important for you to have is to have a message that you believe in and be willing to convey that message to students and get a number of students who are genuinely interested or believe in the message that you have to support you. It doesn't matter um, the size of the number, no matter how small it is. If it's just a handful of students who are willing to genuinely push you forward, go for it. And um, the university and the union values and welcomes diversity. And once you get elected, um, you get the needed support to be able to deliver successfully. And I mean, as a female candidate uh, who is from a BAME background, it's certainly not easy for me even like to be very frank with you like even after i got elected like on certain certain different occasions like in university committees people mistaken you as a random business students who went there off in the wrong place completely um but like don't be put off from that like if you have a voice even if you're as nervous or anxious as i am as a person um if you believe you have what it takes just run for it because who's to say what you can represent or you cannot represent if you believe you have the strength inside of you so yeah as a girl like please all the girls out there run for it <laughs> go on strafunion.com for more information and also check out the union's workshops specifically for new candidates to feel ready for elections nominations close on the 20th of february thank you for listening in to a special edition straf speak podcast this is Titi Falkuyu reporting for Strauss Speak.